goodness. Oh, well, hi, everybody. Hi. Uh, You're listening to Talk Cricket, the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject. While enjoying adult beverages. My name is Kay. I'm Carrie. And get a shot of whatever you've had for your quarantine times. Yes. (laughs) One, (laughs) two, three, go. Go. I just chugged wine. It was great. (laughs) Ew. It was fantastic. I just sucked down a big old gulp of water. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just start by saying our new governor is the best in existence. Yep. <laughs> um, we win. Yeah. New York Kentucky is pretty wins. good, too. <laughs> um, yes. In California. Yeah. But the one who is most <laughs> pertinent to us <laughs> yes. is the greatest. Um, oh, he's winning. He's amazing. Yeah. Liquor stores are considered essential now. And of course they are, because this is fucking Kentucky, y'all. Yeah, and Kentucky restaurants <laughs> can deliver alcohol, y'all. Yes. It's incredible. It's um, so nice. Yeah. They still it, get to keep up their liquor sale, like their bar sales and stuff. It's so nice. Yeah. And I'll get to have a nice margarita on my birthday while in quarantine. I'm It'll so jealous. I'm actually considering making myself a virgin margarita later. Ooh, you should do it. Because I just miss it. <laughs> it just sounds so good. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Well, and honestly, I don't have that much to drink. I've had, like, milk, water, and lemonade and orange juice. Like, that's... Oh. <laughs> that's it. I made some lingonberry juice with my IKEA stuff today, but... Oh, nice. You know, I'm probably going to make pancakes when we're done recording, because I've been craving pancakes, and Josh never wants pancakes for some reason. Yummy. So I'm going to make myself some fucking pancakes. Pancakes are the fucking best. Pecan pancakes with blueberry syrup because I don't have any blueberries. Ding. (laughs) That's what I'm going to do. When my mom and I went to Gatlinburg together, it was our very first vacation together ever. But we found Mm. this pancake house in Pigeon Forge that we went to literally every morning we were there. (laughs) Yeah, there's a ton of pancake places in Gatlinburg. Yeah, it was. They're everywhere. Yeah, it was amazing. It was an amazing existence. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I also watched a video of people trying, of Irish people trying IHOP today. So um, it (laughs) made me want pancakes even more. You can get strawberry cheesecake pancakes at IHOP. Oh, I know. We're going to have to try that when this quarantine lifts. <laughs> if the world yes. is still the same and IHOP still exists. Yeah. Oh, it's been so long <laughs> since we've been to IHOP. We really need to go to I know. Again. I know. It's been forever. But Literally anyway, well, we hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, we hope that you guys are being safe and healthy. Of course, we are thriving in mm. our quarantine because <laughs> introverts unite. Yes. And <laughs> I started listening to Beach Too Sandy again nice. and um i was i just started from the beginning because it's been so long since i've listened mm-hmm. i wanted to and <laughs> i was listening to the one where the guy was reviewing a tech store that he went to and he started off he started it off with like this place suck ass and my mom <laughs> heard that <laughs> it was 
It was the you loudest. Suck a dick and sell drugs. Yes. <laughs> it was the loudest that that speaker has ever been in front of oh my, my God, mother. Of and the only words that were clear as day were suck ass. And my mom oh, was like, so what? funny. <laughs> And I was like, it's a review <laughs> that they're reading. It's not Nothing. them. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, mom. God. Uh. God. Uh. You're making me cook dinner. I get to listen to them say suck ass all I want. <laughs> Seriously. Uh. <laughs> mom, um, get off my case. <laughs> I, speaking of binging, I binged all the way through both seasons of Big Little Lies. I had already seen nice. season one, but I never got back around to uh, to seeing season two. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and I will say this, Meryl Streep is a goddess. <laughs> yes. And is amazing and can do no wrong. Coat! Sh- <laughs> yes. Steak! <laughs> Where's <laughs> my steak? <laughs> um... It was so good. Season two was just as amazing as the first season. It was just, it was really, really good. Well, good. It was really good. Good. I spent... And I can't say anything more about it without spoiling things, but my God, I love Meryl Streep so much, and also, <laughs> I would fuck Adam Scott into next week. Same. Yep. It was so good. So, 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 so good. I started reading. I also am in love with Alexander Skarsgård, but he's not a very nice person in this one, so it was very, <laughs> it, was, it was very upsetting for me. <laughs> Fair. Uh, Bill Skarsgård is adorable, but it is very is, hard. Yes. It's very hard to reconcile him being Pennywise the clown, exactly. <laughs> versus him being yes. Bill. You know. Okay, so um. I started reading Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered um, by Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. I'm halfway through it. Uh, that took Wow, me. you're further than me. I was waiting for you to start it so I could keep going. <laughs> you didn't tell me. Thanks, bud. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't stop. <laughs> I, it's so good. I was literally crying through some of it because I was just like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I needed this. Right now I needed this. Yeah. Um, but that first story of George's is crazy, isn't it? Oh my god, yes. Um, Karen's about uh, Karen talks don't, about. Um, I won't spoil it. But, okay, don't spoil it. I'm not there. I've only read the first story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Karen does talk about how to be a latchkey kid. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I bet. Yeah, she's hilarious. Yeah, but um. Yeah, so that's been amazing. Um, slowly getting through my reading list. I was um, looking around for um, jobs in my career field because I had to do a practice interview today. And mm-hmm. uh, I found this one internship that I actually really want to do. Um, but you have to list your top 15 books that are contemporary. Um, and they can be nonfiction. Don't put Twilight. <laughs> How about you not tell me how to live my life? <laughs> <laughs> it was a job application. Oh my god. For a prestigious internship. I'm, you wouldn't put Fifty Shades of Grey either. No, I wouldn't do that. Um, okay. I was kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but you have to list your top 15 contemporary novels. And I read top and I was like... I've read one this year. (laughs) I 
I need to read more. So yeah, I'm trying to read a whole lot more. I've got a huge list. Don't come at me at me with a list of books because I have a whole bookshelf that I have not read. <laughs> so yes. um, all contemporary. So I am Good. gonna get my ass into gear on those and come up with a list of 15 because I really want this internship. Um, nice. And I just need to read more anyway, considering I'm an English major and want to do yeah. editing and publishing, but uh, there's only so much time in a day. So true. <laughs> um, but now we have so much time. Yeah. Yeah. Now we have so much time. And I think, honestly, I think um, as a sociologist, just this is going to change society I hope forever that it changes things I hope that it changes society forever I hope, I hope so too that everyone sees how much money the, that you save when you stay home and work mm-hmm. and how much better for the environment it is because people aren't burning gas to go in mm-hmm. and like for me for instance we were just talking about this mm-hmm. but um like I am so much less stressed because I'm in complete control of my environment. I don't have to worry about tuning out people's music or Mm -hmm. someone's laugh or someone's conversation or anything like that. I can relax. I can go when I take my breaks, I can go outside with my dog. I have plenty of light because I have, you know, my own house with, Mm -hmm. with windows. Um, (laughs) I have, you know, I can, I have plenty to eat, which is great when you're pregnant yeah. So I'm not <laughs> running out the door and then spending money on fast food because I'm starving and then being distracted wondering what I'm going to eat next yeah. because I have all my options there in my house. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I can focus yeah. so much more on my job. I'm getting so much more done, even though, I mean, you know, it's slow right now, of course, but like I feel so much more efficient. The first couple of days, it wasn't that slow. You know, I was still wrapping mm-hmm. things up and all of that. I still sold, you know, 1200 bucks last week. So wow. like I... Yeah, that's not even that much, but it was a, a, it was still a lot for it being dead, you know, for yeah. everyone being closed and stuff. So um, it's probably not going to be nearly that much this week, if any. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just I'm not stressed worrying about if someone's looking at me or any of that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I just it's so nice. <laughs> it's it so is. It's so nice. And like, not only that, but I think that once we see like we don't really need these huge business buildings anymore. I think we'll start to see, um, I'm hoping that like the homelessness will decrease because there are some buildings literally that shouldn't even be up. Um, that could be turned into housing that could, Oh, I see what you're saying. I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Where are you going with this? I I had a point. I had a point. It was, okay. It was coming. (laughs) Um, I, I think that companies could actually make more money by having their employees working at home, um, Mm -hmm. and not having to pay for a building again. Um, Oh yeah. You'd save on utilities or, you mm -hmm. know, like in my case, you could move the art department upstairs, expand Mm -hmm. some of your production into that area, into their area. Yeah. You know, I mean, and then you don't have to, you're not limited by... The amount of you're not limited by space as to the amount of salespeople you have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to build offices, more office cubicles, and things like that, because someone goes and trains with their senior for a few, you know, for a few months at their house, mm-hmm. sees what their routine is like, and then you emulate. You go to their, they go to their house and they emulate it. And if they fail, they f- you fucking fire them. I mean, that's the way it goes. Yeah, 
I also have worked from home before and I've learned a lot. Mm -hmm. I know what I did wrong and I know what I have to do now. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. Yeah. It's definitely a learning curve. Um, don't work in your bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. My mom um, is working at home now, and she is working at the desk in our laundry room. She cleaned that space out so that she could have a space to work. She's got a little TV. I'm working at the kitchen table. Josh is working at the coffee table in the living room. Oh, I mean, nice. We've got... Our little our house is too small, so we can't just, like, set up and leave our stuff up, which sucks. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we can at least... We've got our little piles of our... Like, I've got my tablet and my binder and all my stuff in, like, a little pile. And I I have an exact way that I pack it all up at the end of the day and set it to the side. And then it's, you know, yeah, back to life as normal. Yeah, see, I am working in my room for right now. Um, but I've got my desk all set up so that it's easier it's for me. Yeah, it's yeah. easier for me. I've got a pile of all my school books and other stuff for my internship and... Mm-hmm. Um, I will say it was definitely dif- it was definitely easier today to work from home mm-hmm. because Josh was also working from home and that last week he was on vacation. So oh last yeah, week he was playing video games while I was working, <laughs> and that <laughs> and pisses so people off. <laughs> that was hard because <laughs> I was like, man, I want to go kill zombies. I want to be doing this. <laughs> that was the always the trap that I ran into when I was working from home before mm-hmm. because. Whenever he was home, I didn't want to work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we've all, we've matured now, though. <laughs> we've grown <laughs> quite a lot. We understand how discipline works. But, yeah, you know, I think this is definitely going to be eye-opening. It's definitely something that's important to me in my life. So I think I may try and pursue something else. Where you can work that's from work home. That's work from home-related. Yeah. I don't know what, but... <laughs> Well, now that I'm it's not... Hard to, it's hard to internet search that stuff without finding a bunch of scams. Yeah. So... Now that I'm not um, worried about my job for a while... Yeah. Um, I'm, I think tomorrow I'm going to start and give myself some office hours. Um, I, I just need to wake up and do things for a little bit so that I can actually be awake and then work on stuff. Um, yeah. But that way, you know, I've got some time split between school and working on freelance stuff and playing some video games shit i bought some video games when my store closed and i haven't had a chance to play play them and i'm really excited about them so i feel like the world needed a vacation i think we did (laughs) the world needed to stop for a while (laughs) it did it really it did it really did um and there are people that are resisting the stop and you need to stop resisting the stop and stop Mm-hmm. It's been a really rough time just in the has been. latter part of this decade. Um, and the world yeah. just needed to be kinder to one another. Um, mm-hmm. I sent you a video today. I know you don't have Twitter, but I think you can still click on it and watch the video I d- I online. Can't. I tried. It but, didn't let me. Well, shit. Um, but... Yep. Anyway, this video that I sent you, there was this woman, um, well, two ladies, really. They were in a grocery store, and this old lady had just gotten the last thing of toilet paper. Um, And this woman, who already had a thing of toilet paper in her cart, started trying to yank it out of this old lady's hands. 
and what? like yeah and tried to like beat her up for it and there were there were a couple other customers who ran over and got between them and like got the old lady and the toilet paper away from this crazy bitch and she started what, what is with the toilet paper thing because apparently one of the symptoms is diarrhea i thought that was a rare symptom I don't but it's know. It's mainly a cough, isn't it? It's mainly a cough. Yeah. Um a cough and I don't know, but like apparently one of the <laughs> symptoms is diarrhea. But I mean, people still need That's toilet paper. Not, like uh, and this Yeah, some of us are pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And have to pee every 2 seconds. Yeah, and then And I'm worried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this poor old lady, like, she was just trying to get one thing of toilet paper. It wasn't like she was stocking up on it. She literally did not have a card, did not have anything else in her hands. Was she just, just getting... needed to buy toilet paper. Yeah. And, like, this lady, once she realized people were recording, like, sped off with her cart. Full of shit. Yeah. And, I mean, she she might have been in her early 40s. And this old lady was She's in her idiot. 60s. And, like, she was cussing, like, all the way out. And that poor old lady, like... Oh, my God. I was ready to end that bitch's existence. Like... (laughs) It's just not necessary. Yeah, it's not. In what universe do you think that you're allowed to take something from someone like that in a store? I don't... I don't get it. It happened even. It happened here in Bowling Green, too. This poor little old lady was in her cart... And, like, had toilet paper sitting in the cart in front of her. She was in one of those, like, um, battery-operated carts. Scooters. Yeah. Yes. And this guy reached in her cart and tried to take it. And this old lady took her purse and smacked him so hard upside the head. (laughs) He didn't make off with her toilet paper. (laughs) What in the world makes people think you can steal from old people? I don't know. What is the matter with you? Now, I'll be the first to admit. They all I have don't... frequent urination, too. Like... Yeah. I'll be the first to admit I don't really like old people, but you don't steal from old people. Just no. don't do that. Why? You, don't, you don't steal from anyone. It's just yeah. fucking rude. It is. Oh, my God. Don't steal from and... anyone, but especially not people at risk. Like No, definitely not. So here's my story, and I have, an, I have a good story. Yeah, good, good. That will make you cheer. So, our Dollar Generals out here have amended their hours to where, um, for the first hour that they're open, it's specifically for people over 60. Yeah, that... are high risk. I think that's all over Kentucky. uh, Yeah, I don't know. I just know what my husband has told me, because I'm trying not to look things up, because it's just making me crazy. (laughs) Me too. um, And I can't go anywhere, so... um, Because I'm high (laughs) risk, so... He's been doing all the shopping, and he went and got my prescription today, and all of that stuff, and... Mm -hmm covering himself in Germex and all of that stuff so um <clears throat> props to him yeah but um we uh he was telling me that they've amended the dollar general hours to where the only only people over 60 can come in in the first hour and then the rest of the day it's whatever and then i think they're closing earlier now too mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so they had just gotten in a shipment of lysol and this lady who was clearly not 60 came in in the first hour and the associate was like, ma'am, I'm sorry, you can't be in here right now. And she was like, well, they, well you just got all the Lysol and they're going to buy everything. And all the old people that were in there were like, get out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we're on the, the associate side, thankfully. And they were like, you've got to get out of here. This is not the way that this goes. And she was like, y'all are going to buy everything. And I was like, good. Yeah, because they, they, need, they it. need it. 
<laughs> you don't need it. People you need like, one bottle. You're gonna. You're the crazy who's gonna go in and buy all of it. Yeah. So that none of these people can get it. Exactly. And she left. They made her leave. Good. So, yay. Good. Oh my god. So follow the rules, everybody. Don't hoard. Get enough for yourself. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Mom and I stocked and up. And don't a- take from people. If someone takes the last thing of toilet paper, you're gonna have to go to another store. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to take it from that person. No. But anyway. My mom right, and I stocked. We gotta get started. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> we gotta okay. get started. <laughs> We've been talking for twenty minutes about this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's okay. current events, so... <laughs> I know, but still. We, <laughs> still, we gotta get started. So, um, this week, we are talking about... Entitlement. Everyone's favorite topic. It's my favorite. I like to judge people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess what we've been talking about is on brand yeah. for this topic, so... Yeah. Um... <clears throat> yeah, you're not entitled to people's toilet paper. Um, no. anyway, <laughs> do you want to tell the story you're about to tell? I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. I was just going to say, my mom and I stocked up a little bit on, like, soap and stuff, but that's also because we live with someone who's high risk, and I was yes. in a workforce where I wasn't able to quit working and had to be Until around now, people all yay. the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, I mean... In a very unsanitary environment, too. Yeah. So. Oh my god. Yeah. Entitlement is not I feel like great, we have, y'all. <laughs> no. I feel like we have super antibodies from working at that place, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, super immune systems. Yes. Oh, goodness. Well, so, I... I like to talk about this topic because I feel like it gets thrown around when it comes to our generation. It's mm-hmm. shit that gets thrown on us. And I work with a lot of dudes who are older... A few dudes who are older who like to throw shade mm-hmm. on millennials and things like that, which, you know, three of us, three or four of us that work there are millennials. And then the f- four older dudes are like, meh, millennials, meh, meh, meh. and I'm just like, you know what? Your generation fucking sucks. Yeah. So you can shut up. Your generation the is the one that. <laughs> Your generation You're the reason is that the we one. have to be all up in arms about everything and yeah. try to recycle and all this shit. Like, it's your fucking fault. It's the so, one that ruined the world and the economy. So fuck y'all. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh goodness. So I found a really good article about it actually. Okay. But um I don't think we can keep talking about entitlement without saying, What need have I for a home? <laughs> for I for have, I avocado. have avocado. <laughs> <laughs> While dancing like that bitch in the sound of music. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Millennials are killing the napkin industry. <laughs> oh Lord in heaven! Okay, so who was they're that? killing Plug the phone in industry? <laughs> yeah, the landlines. Good landlines were shit. <laughs> that is. Oh, the best who is video. he? Plug him real. F- plug um, that real fast because people need to know who he is. I don't remember his name. He's a comedian I found on Facebook, and he's got a video about how millennials are quote unquote ruining everything. I will try to. But it's link. a spoof, and it's yeah. so funny. Yes, definitely try and post that on our Facebook. Yeah, at least I don't think we can get it on Instagram. But you guys head over to our Facebook page. Yeah, because me... it's so funny. I say so, it. So funny. I will. I will look for it. Okay, while you, you talk. look while I talk. Yeah. Okay. 
So uh, I found a really good article called The Myth of Millennial Entitlement Was Created to Hide Their Parents' Mistakes. <laughs> yep. Um, so this is from Quartz, which is QZ.com, um, and it was written by Sarah Kin- Kinzerer. Sure. Yep. Yep. K- yep. That lady. <laughs> um, it's from June 2016, but it's still relevant, so. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Alrighty. Okay. So I feel like everybody who listens to this is going to be able to relate. So, um, <clears throat> I mean, we could rant about the other generation as much as we want, but I feel like this lady put it into really good, really good words. So, um, yeah. the thing to remember though, when we go forward with this kind of stuff is that the world has always been shit. Like that's what we always need to remember. And we're probably at our best now than we've ever been. Mm-hmm. It's still not great. You can, you can be the, you know, it's, you can be the best, but still not great. Like there's a guy that I heard say, you know, you could like, for instance, Let's say every dude in your family beats his wife, but you beat your wife the least. You're the best husband. No. Still not great. <laughs> Still not, not great. great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're we're getting there. We're we're getting better. Every generation we're getting a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You know, our generation just happens to be the one who's like, you know what? You don't need to grab my ass anymore. Yeah. You know what? You don't need to use the F word anymore and say, you know, F-A-G. You know, you mm-hmm. need to be respectful of people. People need to be allowed to express themselves. All of that kind of stuff. So, you know, maybe you should talk to your kids like they're adults. Maybe they'll listen to you. That kind of thing. <laughs> so. His name was Russell um, Howard. Russell Howard. All right. There mm-hmm. we go. Everyone run out and buy tickets to his show when the quarantine lifts haha <laughs> but <laughs> yes. anyway so the thing to remember is that the world has always sucked just read history that's why i love history that's why we do a lot of history on um and cr- that's why i do the history part in crooked news and why i do background and psych and all that stuff because it's good to remember how far we've come as a society when you start to when you find yourself starting to wallow yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um you know we think back to when they used to forget people in holes and when women used to be it was legal to beat your wife and when you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. uh, kids were treated like nothing and you know, it was illegal to be gay and black yes. people were treated worse than like uh, worse than animals and just you know there's we, we've come so far mm-hmm. and it's just important to remember that we're not going to get there overnight yeah so cuz a lot of that um, stuff wasn't um dealt with until very recently Yes. By the way. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> we've come a long way. That we've gotten to this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> um, I mean, a hundred years ago, women got rights. Mm-hmm. Is it a hundred years ago or less than a hundred years ago? Less than a hundred years, technically. It's, le- it's been less than a hundred years. It's going to take them a while to get us there. It sucks, and I'm going to rage the whole time. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's just important to remember that there's never been a good old days. The only time there was a good old day, the only people that there's ever been good old days for are rich white dudes. Yep. Rich, straight white dudes. That's it. Mm-hmm. So just bear that in mind. It doesn't mean that rich white men are bad, but it does mean that they need to get perspective. Yep. So here we go. I'm ready. Three years ago. T- oh, say, okay. So this was written in 2016, remember? So mm-hmm. just keep in mind that it was longer than three years ago so time magazine 
published a cover story called The Me, Me, Me Generation. Millennials are lazy, entitled narcissists who still live with their parents. It was the print version of clickbait designed to be devoured by Time's baby boomer, baby boomer, I can't speak. I'm already (laughs) drunk. Baby boomer base. Or perhaps flipped through angrily by millennials, killing time at Time's most reliable subscriber, the doctor's office. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That is, if the millennials in question were lucky enough to have health insurance, which roughly 23% did not at the time. Nope. (laughs) Ha ha. Look at that. We live in a different time. (laughs) That's what I've had to explain to my parents many times. Um, Of course, these kinds of inconvenience statistics did not make it into the piece. When Time's cover story was published, millennials were in the fourth year of the, quote, jobless recovery, facing high unemployment, mounting debt, and an eroded social safety net mm-hmm. because of their their parents' parents who just, like, popped babies out like crazy and it killed the economy. Um, yep. <laughs> Facing high employment... Sorry, I lost my place. Um, Okay. And yet, with breathtaking cluelessness, time framed the millennials' desperate search for stable work as a privileged character flaw. Look at the kids kids too flaky to handle, quote, choosing from an array of career options, unquote. Are you boiling yet? Oh, (laughs) I have been. (laughs) Don't worry, I'm there. (laughs) Fast forward to 2016, and millennials are now valued as as electoral... Oh my god, I can't fucking read. Same. Fast forward to 2016, and millennials are now valued as an electoral prize and a revenue source. Hmm. Media coverage has has adjusted accordingly, but the idea that today's young people are narcissistic and lazy lingers just beneath the surface oh yeah browsing through news articles two parallel worlds of millennials emerge the first is inhabited by overtly political youth advocating for controversial initiatives like campus safe spaces Mm -hmm. the second is filled with young consumers who are happy and prosperous yet prefer style over stuff which upon closer examination, is a euphemistic way of saying they cannot afford to buy much stuff anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because we're all fucking poor. These narratives are more nuanced than Time's ridiculous 2013 attempt to capture millennials, but they still fail to accurately portray the reality of young people's lives. For one thing, most depictions fail to... Oh my god, I can't speak. What is this? For one thing, most depictions fail to define the age bracket of the cohort and relate it to historical context. Hmm. Out of context. Who would do that in the media? In this <laughs> who? Way, who, who would ever do that? Oh my god. In this way, critics often end up repackaging millennials' economic desperation as lifestyle cho- choices, mm-hmm. leading to a sort of generational gaslighting over what life in the new economy is really like. Meanwhile, the shared experience of Americans who struggled as young adults in the aftermath of the Great Recession is played down in favor of trend pieces on the affectations of privileged youth or the phenomenon of side hustles. Analysts puzzle over why young Americans forego things like banks and marriage and houses and come up with answers like, 
preference for urban locations with lots of entertainment and lifestyle choices. Yeah, I no, mean, it, we can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's really hard to afford anything anymore with the cost of inflation and the fact that minimum wage hasn't been raised. And mm-hmm. I mean, we're living in a with society. Inflation. Yeah. Um, we're living in a society where it's easier to live in groups like staying with your family or, you know, mm-hmm. having a bunch of roommates or cohabiting and not being married. It's easier to do that than to do it on your own. You can't just Absolutely. throw $20,000 at a house anymore and own it. You have to no, pay. There's also more, <laughs> like, not only is, like, the income issue mm-hmm. different, but, like, I mean, you have so many more bills now. You have mm-hmm. internet, you have cell phone bills, you've got, which are outrageously expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's so much more. Gas is more expensive. I mean, you just, and you internet, just look at it on the surface. Yeah, internet has is not a luxury in it anymore. It's no, considered a utility it. just because yeah. a lot of people have to do learning online. Like, students have to have access to online resources it's not That's how you pay your bills now. It's yeah. not an option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's um, okay. So, yeah. Sorry, keep going. What were you gonna say? Uh, it's just it's crazy that people just the older generation, and not not even just the older generation. It's just crazy how much the older generation and the media and people just want to blame millennials for all of this. And it's like, no, we're at a point in the world now where things have to be done this way and you're not listening and you're you're just blaming us yeah and you're getting mad at me because i have a side business because i can't afford to live in the house Mm -hmm. that you own and therefore know how much it costs to live there and you know how much i how much i'm paid because you're also my boss yeah so (laughs) <laughs> Why are you mad that I'm also selling other things on the side of my crafts and things on the side? Yeah. <laughs> to make ends meet so I can have a little bit of play money. Yeah. It's, it's just ridiculous. Every time. I mean, it's, we are now the generation who watches Home Alone and says, what the fuck does Kevin McAllister's dad do for a living? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who could ever afford this house (laughs) with a mom that doesn't work either? Like, what the heck? (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, And you have, like, five kids. What in the hell? (laughs) He's definitely embezzling. Like. Something. He has to be. Has to be. (laughs) He's a criminal. (laughs) All right. So, um. Indeed, terms like quote-unquote preference and quote-unquote choice still dominate media coverage of millennials, but if anything holds this tenuously defined generation together, it is a lack of options. Mm -hmm. Americans who have lived much of their adult lives in the aftermath of the Great Recession have lower incomes, less mobility, and greater financial dependence on older relatives than any other generation in modern history. Yeah. True. Many millennials do not have a lot of choice. They are merely reacting to lost opportunity. And here's the thing. A bunch of us have all gone to college, too. And then we get out here and there's no fucking jobs. Mm-hmm. Because people, no jobs. people are living longer and staying in jobs longer. Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, partially, yeah. And then also there's the whole like, there's a lot of ageism going on where mm -hmm. people don't want to hire people who are young. Mm -hmm. And you can't fire people just because they're old and you can't force them to retire. And that's not, that's not at all fair. But the problem is, we're not saying do that. The problem is where social security is not cutting it like it once would have. And they, they can't afford to not work. Nope. And it's just... <laughs> My grandma worked for years even after she retired. She got a yeah. part-time job. Not only just to like get out of the house, but also so that they could have some extra income. We'll yeah. have to. We will all have to do that. We'll all have to work until we die. Yep. Yeah. So, um... Ooh, that was depressing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's just the way it is. It, it it's is. Not, it's not depressing or happy or anything like that. It's just that is what it it's is now. True. Yep. And you can do that being miserable for the rest of your life. Or you can do what you want to do and work on those side well, hustles. and. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing is that we were talking, uh, I think it was, I don't remember who I was talking to about this, but people are especially out where i live now people mm -hmm. are starting to cluster more like yeah. living closer to their to their parents and just like in families like clustering again like not mm -hmm. like living together necessarily but like living maybe next door or right down the street or just really close mm -hmm. and helping each other out more i mean i know my parents have helped us out many times before they've offered to help josh finish his school and pay for, and pay for that they've offered you know my mom sold me her old car just now for cash and just let me make payments to her like mm -hmm. i mean they were also the generation that graduated they were all of the generation that graduated from college got married bought their house got their job and stayed forever yeah so it's and we don't have that option now people get laid off all the time we have pandemics apparently <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and we have the new plague <laughs> there's people that you know we don't we, we're not treated well at our new jobs yeah at, at our jobs and things like that and then that makes you want to go other places and look around more and unfortunately there's not a lot of options yeah so. And people think that when people are younger that they can take advantage of them a lot of times that happens with bosses and things like that where like and, you know, business owners, they think, oh, well, this is a new person and they're going to be afraid to tell me no. So I'm going to overwork the shit out of this person. Mm -hmm. So just be on the lookout for that. You don't have to put up with that shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So part of the confusion lies in the way we define the gen generations in the U.S. Mm -hmm. A series of labels that are as unclear as they are inconsistent. Let's start with a bit of history. Generation X. Which is my generation, apparently. <laughs> no, what? no, not. I'm no, generation. Before. Am I Gen Z? You're generation Y. Or, okay. or Z or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I'm not uh, a millennial. Let's start with a bit of <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Let's start with a bit of history. Generation X, the generation that predates millennials, is a term mm. coined by Douglas Coupland, born in 1961, to define people born in the, er in the 1960s and early 70s. Mm-hmm. Gen Xers were young adults in 1990 when Coupland's book Generation X Tales for an Accelerated Culture was published. Bizarrely, Americans who were children at the time of Coupland's, Coupland's publication have now been assimilated into this generational co cohort. Generation X has been redefined as Americans born roughly between the mid-60s and the mid-80s, which makes no fucking sense. No, that's way too large. Yeah. 
Millennials have writers Shakespeare. Shakespeare. What am I saying? I saw the name William and said Shakespeare. <laughs> That's how you know you're an English major. What is happening? <laughs> pregnancy brain, okay, maybe honey. The quarantine is getting to me. <laughs> yeah, and pregnancy brain. Uh, millennials have writers William Strauss and Neil Howe to thank for the label. Mm-hmm. The generation ha- has also been defined inconsistent- inconsistently with dates ranging between the late 70s and 2000. The overlap between Gen X and millennials is a source of frustration for the overlapping group of Americans born between the late 70s and, ne- er- and the early 80s who have named themselves in honor of their neglected relevance, things like the Oregon Trail Generation, yay, <laughs> <laughs> and Generation Catalano. I don't know what that means. I don't know what uh, that means either. Yeah, Haven't so heard I'm, that. Not in that, I'm not in that group. Uh, <laughs> I did used to play the fuck out of some Oregon Trail, though. Um, <laughs> I got... Josh got me one for Christmas. Aww. He got me a handheld one, and it's so cool. And it's like you're playing it on an, on a super old Mac. <laughs> it's so cool. There's this, I love it. There's this guy on YouTube that I used to watch that played Oregon Trail until he finally yes. beat it, and it, it was so beautiful. He was he was hilarious. I'll have to show you that video sometime. I've, I've seen. I think I've seen one. I think my sister in law showed me that. They were pretty fucking funny. Um. <laughs> I look like an oscillating dildo. (laughs) I I related hard. Okay, so the the Influential Pew Research Center draws the line at 1981. However, a standard that that is most often applied to... Wait, uh, fuck, I can't read. The Influential Pew Research Center draws the line at 1981. However, a standard that is most often applied by media outlets. Mm Mm-hmm. I was born in 1989. <laughs> I am firmly in the mi- in the middle of millennials. So the year of Taylor Swift. <laughs> Woo! Uh, Nevertheless, there's a good case to be made that even Pew's generational labels should be abandoned. In a brilliant piece posted on Medium, <laughs> entitled <laughs> "Fuck You, I'm Not a Millennial," <laughs> Patrick <laughs> Patrick Me. Hip makes the case. Yeah. Patrick Hip makes the case for the return of of the term Gen Y, once used to define those born between 1976 and 1990 who grew up, quote, in tandem with the internet, unquote. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember when the internet came into existence <laughs> <laughs> and experienced the birth of digital culture as the institutions they grew up with crumbled around them. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hip's generational breakdown makes sense because it defines generations in 14-year increments shaped by the ages of its cohorts at times of sweeping change, such as the advent of the internet or the terror attacks of 9-11. This model emphasizes how historical circumstances shape behavior and expectations, a nuance not present in sloppy coverage by the media. In 2014, the New York Times published a piece on on a 37-year-old millennial prompting Slate writer Amanda Hess to posit that millennial was Times' code for a few rich white people in New York doing something. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) That's beautiful. Uh, That's so bad. (laughs) This theory seemed born out of the... Born out in fact... This theory seemed born out in fact in 2006 when Andrew Borea... Borea? 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 I don't fucking know how to say Andrew. this guy's name. <laughs> this guy 
his fusion piece on low-income youth of color noted that many had never even heard the word millennial, much less related to its popular characterization. Wow. With all the... So, see, I would kind of define going along with that. I feel like that's what they're talking about a lot is when they say millennial, it's like people who haven't had to work for anything. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about like rich white people who like inherited their jobs or positions or businesses from their parents and don't do anything. Nepotism. Have never had to work hard and have never had, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Have that privilege. That's, I feel like that's a, that's not a generation. That's just no. a group of people. <laughs> yeah. God. I mean, that you don't has always happened. to be in that group either. Yeah. Um, I lost my place again. Fuck. This is long. Mm-hmm. Um, with all the confusion, we did these notes like two weeks ago when we were going to do our <laughs> work, <laughs> our work weekend. Yeah. That's why oh, we goodness. might sound kind of like, uh, <laughs> Because yeah, we kind of forgot little, I everything. I read these in like <laughs> three weeks, yeah. Because um, we lost everything. <clears throat> With all the confusion and misinterpretations of younger generations, is it worth trying to define them at all? If recent events were are any indication, the answer is yes. If defined correctly. correctly. Excuse me. Ugh. Mm. Fucking heartburn. Oh. In the UK... An elderly generation of Brits have voted against the wishes of a majority of the country's young people, most of whom voted to remain in the European Union. The inability of older generations to see how the economy to see how the economy has been fundamentally restructured since the Great Recession leads to short-sighted policies that young people, not boomers, will have to live with in the long run. Exactly. Fucking vote. Yeah. Fucking vote. And you know what? If you're dying soon, you need to vote what is in the best interest of the people that are going to have to deal with it. Yes, you cannot vote for your social security check. No. That's all they're going to do. They're going to they're going to dangle your social security check in front of you so that they so that you vote for them and they're they're going to fuck up the world for the rest of us. So fucking pay attention. Yeah. You know what? If I can just retire and go to an old folks home and like play Wii, I'm good. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Put me in a fucking home. I don't give a shit. So. <laughs> I don't want to be that All old. Right. Someone just kill me when I turn old. 60. No. <laughs> if I can't play a video game anymore, fucking shoot me in the head. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> In the U.S. election, I don't mean that. That's not true. Okay. <laughs> in the U.S. election, both presumptive presidential candidates fall solidly into the baby boomer cap. Baby boomer. Why is it so fucking hard to say? Baby <laughs> boomer category. The eventual winner will help determine policies for American workers far younger than the candidates. Let's hope that these policies are shaped by what young Americans' lives are actually like. Not by what older elites see on a stereotypically millennial shows like Lena Dunham's HBO hit Girls or read in trend pieces focusing on the idiosyncrasies of affluent youth. And let's not shit on Girls. I want to watch that show. Yeah. (laughs) That was a groundbreaking show. So, for most Americans under 40, life since 2008 has been a struggle to survive. Mm-hmm. But it is worth noting that plenty of older Americans share the same struggles as their younger peers. Many older people laid off in the recession were unable to regain good jobs. There yeah. are plenty of older people with few retirement savings with their finances drained from paying for both elderly parents and jobless children. 
true. Mm -hmm. We need to acknowledge the way our struggles are intertwined instead of allowing the media to stoke manufactured class and generalization. Manufactured class and generational resentment. Mm -hmm. A fucking men. Millennials have become both a media scapegoat for and a distraction from widespread economic suffering. Having experienced no economy other than the recession's false recovery, young Americans have arguably suffered the most. The remedy lies not in the judging of their lifestyle choices, or worse yet, perpetuating the illusion that they have money to burn, but by acknowledging the new economy for what it is, a structural crisis, one that future generations will share. Millennials keep getting older, but their problems stay the same age. Bam! That's an amazing ending line. And the next article, it says, read this next. Mm -hmm. And it says, millennials are obsessed with side hustles because they're all we've got. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck yes. That is why we're doing a side hustle. That's why Etsy came to be. (laughs) Yes. We're not not doing great at it, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. This is just fun for us. (laughs) Yes. But... Yes, but once once I'm, I'm out of school, seriously it'll considering be. quitting my job and <laughs> full time helping my husband with his side hustle. Yeah. So, what's his side hustle? That. Just art and oh, like- he does uh, woodworking and stuff. That's the most lucrative of them. Mm-hmm. He does do like um, custom art for people, but um, mostly he does like he builds farm tables and stuff like that so he actually was like i need you to have this baby so that you can help me paint this stuff (laughs) (laughs) yeah because he hates he really likes to build it but he hates to paint it yeah you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because it takes forever i love it i'd find solace in painting furniture and painting rooms so Mm -hmm. i mean if he can just crank him out and i can stay home and paint him all day fuck we'll get him done yeah you know Mm mm-hmm hey i mean you could do that you'd probably make more Mm-hmm. Probably. More than $300 a week, you mean? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> At my full-time job. My God. <sighs> Ain't life great. Mm-hmm. My full-time executive sales job. Um. <laughs> All right, girly. Do you have anything to add? I loved it. Um, it was yeah. super concise. It was. It was. And I think it highlighted some points that I didn't really highlight. Um, <laughs> so I, I just think it's important to not yeah. focus on what divides us and mm-hmm. play the blame game, which I know we were doing a little bit at the beginning, but it's also important. There's blame to share here. We're just yeah. living in the world that we were given, you know? Yeah. And trying to make it better. And then there are assholes that just for some reason want to watch it burn. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is who I talk about <laughs> coming up. Yes. So. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break then. Okay. All right. Hi, everybody. We're back. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You sound so tired. I am tired. That was a long fucking article. (laughs) (laughs) It was. Um, But I have... I'm so tongue-tied now. I I just say the wrong words and... I feel like I'm becoming dyslexic as a pregnant person. <laughs> Is preg- pregnancy dyslexia? What? It, what? What's the? What's the diabetes one called? Oh shoot! I don't, I'm not sure. Gestational diabetes. So it's oh, gestational yeah. dyslexia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new thing that I've come up with and discovered. That's that's a thing. 
<laughs> only you. <laughs> mm-hmm. No one else it's has it. It's very me. rare. It's very rare, yes. <laughs> this is the first instance. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to have a little fun with this one. Um, Yay! Carrie and I both have worked in retail, and we have both <gasps> come in contact with pretty entitled people. Um, so I oh went my God, to, I'm so excited. I went to BuzzFeed. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I went to BuzzFeed and found this wonderful article. Sweet. And they're all really short and sweet. So, um. Oh, awesome. Sep- I'm so excited. Okay. So this is by Mike Spore. And it is 17 okay. customers who were overly entitled, spoiled, or just plain unlikable. Oh my God, I'm so excited right now. Right? <laughs> yes. I'm so happy that this is what you did. <laughs> this is my favorite. All right. Thanks. I'm going to lean back. I'm going to get comfy. All right. All right. Let's so, go. So I'm going to read his little blurb before we get into the actual story. So uh, we asked the okay. BuzzFeed community to tell us about difficult people they've encountered in general and at work. As good as the responses were in these posts, the comments were even better. Here are some of the best <laughs> slash most upsetting. I work for a retailer in Boston, and right after the Boston Marathon bombing, the city had a moment of silence to honor the victims. When our store manager announced the moment of silence over the intercom, a woman laughed and ordered me to help her because she was alive while the victims were dead and not going to be spending any money. I'm sorry, what? Uh Uh-huh. And so you say, no, ma'am. No, no, ma'am. No. (laughs) Shut your whore mouth. leave. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what you say. (laughs) Yes. No. Orange is (laughs) whorish. Speaking of binging, I binged through so much of the office this weekend while we were working on the house. (laughs) Oh, I know. It was lovely. I mean, it was just on on stream constant stream <laughs> i feel that and if netflix do and don't worry if netflix goes down i own the entire box set <laughs> i am seriously considering buying myself that as my own birthday gift to myself <laughs> i got it on sale it went on sale for like 40 bucks on amazon you gotta watch that shit girl yeah usually it'll alert me so i'll i'll keep an eye on it yeah so number two At the charity shop I worked at, we had a customer who was so drunk that she urinated and defecated in the changing room while wearing a pair of our jeans she was trying on. (gasps) What? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, who shops drunk? (laughs) No. First of all. You should not be. Like. No one should do that. No. And also not to the point that you're pissing and shitting yourself. Oh, yeah, no. In the merchandise. Oh, my <laughs> God. Have you seen... Oh, my God. There's a YouTube video of a lady on a security cam in Walmart mm-hmm. who just, like, pulls down her pants and pees. <gasps> no. In the produce section. Have oh, you not seen that? No. Yeah, she just, like, pulls her pants down and pees and takes a shit, like, right there in the middle of Walmart. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Yeah, it's really bad. And the associates are just like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am. And she just like, she doesn't wipe or anything. I can't stand that shit. No. She she just like pulls her pants up and walks off. 
I don't know how anyone does that ever. At least she wasn't throwing it at them. Like, oh, that's true. Yeah. Like, is that one of your stories? No. Uh, remember oh, okay. we covered that in Crooked News one time? Like, that woman just took a shit and... Yes. Like, and then sh- threw it at the guy? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I remember that now. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was gross. Yuck. Um, God. But <laughs> Same. Number three. I, work- I mean, what do you do? You're just like, um... You call the police. <laughs> you have to leave. <laughs> you can't come back and here. And those are yours now. You have to pay for these pants. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if they don't fit you. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's so disgusting. <laughs> Number okay, three. Next. I worked at a very busy Starbucks where a lady came in each day for green tea and always moaned about having to wait in line for an uncomplicated drink. One day, she got fed up with us telling her she had to wait in line like everyone else, so she came behind the counter and started making her own drink. Are you fucking kidding me? No. (laughs) Entitlement at its finest. There's a fucking fucking line. (laughs) There's an app now. You can do it on the app and skip the line, honey. Yeah. Oh, (sighs) my God. She sucks. Yeah. Number four. I work at a restaurant, and one of our servers complimented a woman on her purse hanging over her chair. The woman responded... Also, sorry, just real fast. If you know how to make the green tea, make it at your fucking house. Oh, yeah. Don't go and bother other people with your presence. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to be a dick about it. Yeah. Good God. Oh, my God, I want a milkshake so bad. I was kind of a dick to someone yesterday, but he... To be fair, he was, was wasting my time. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was. I was mad. Not in retail, either, no. by the way. It wasn't in retail. We're it was... being very nice to retail people yeah. right now. It, it was... Okay, so my phone company is full of shit. Um, and you know what? I, I only pay 43... Don't say it. <laughs> no, I only pay 43 bucks a month, so I kind of get it. But... I, you get what you pay for. Yeah. So I, I have this problem with my phone where sometimes it'll just randomly stop downloading multimedia messages. And this has yeah, happened. Yeah, mine long- does that too. And it just like won't send pictures or receive pictures, which is yeah. stupid. But I don't know what it is. Yeah. But some days it works and sometimes it doesn't. It works every time when I'm in the, when I'm like in, in the city area mm-hmm. out here, but not when I'm at home. It's so weird. Weird. Sorry, continue. But um, it does this, like, it's done this, like, five times. So, safe to say I know what needs to be done to fix it. Um, mm-hmm. And I, literally, every time I get on this chat with these people, I'm like, look, this happens a lot. All I need you to do is send me this download link. And the reason why I don't just go back and, like, save that link is because it doesn't work once I've used it. Like, you have to get another right. one. So, I'm like, all I need you to do is send me that link. And then this oh, motherfucker no. took an hour of my time and made the situation worse. And so, oh, finally, no. I was so, I was so fed up and I had other shit to do. And, like, I had to go grab food. I was starving. Mm-hmm. I've been on my period for two weeks. So, I was not a happy camper. And I probably shouldn't have been talking oh, to him. God. But my patience was up and you all know how patient yeah. I am. And finally I just, 
I just texted him and I was like, I have other things to do. I have to go and ended the conversation. <laughs> My phone is still is not the, fixed. This is the end. Like, oh no. Um, which was probably kind of deserved, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it's what it's. Yeah. <laughs> Number four. I work at a restaurant and one of our servers com- complimented a woman on her purse hanging over her chair. The woman responded, oh, honey, you'll never be able to afford this. Wow. Mm-hmm. I hope they poured coffee into her purse. Yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> what an asshole. Who says that to someone? A rich white woman who is also Bitch, trashy. you don't know me. Oh, my <laughs> God. Number five. We were incredibly busy at Little Caesars when a woman came in and said she needed 25 pizzas. Our manager told Whoa. her. Yeah. Our manager told her we could do it, but it would take a little while. Well, after about 15 minutes, she flipped her lid, screaming about how we were supposed to be hot and ready and that she needed the pizzas for a birthday party that was already happening and the kids would starve. Then you needed to call ahead, you nutcase. Yeah, and the kids aren't going to fucking starve. <laughs> like, no. They'll be fine. Surely you have cake. It'll be okay. Yeah. You need 25 pizzas for a birthday party? <laughs> how many kids are at Ew. this party? <laughs> And it's Little Caesars. Ugh. Yeah. Little Caesars hot and ready is not good. Their garlic bread is delicious, though. Or their cheese bread that you can get is delicious. So I have to be in the mood for their pizza. Like, if I am starving. I I can't. We used to get it all the time. Like, when I used to work at Family Video in Mm -hmm. the day when we used to be super busy. Uh Uh-huh. We used to get it all the time because it would feed all of us for less than five bucks. And we were fucking poor college kids. Mm Mm-hmm. So... We used to get it all the time, and I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. I can't I get that at now. all anymore. <laughs> yeah. Number six. All right. I had a guy call Next up. One. Yeah. I had a guy call up and yell at me because his new debit card was delayed in the mail over Memorial Day weekend. He finally screamed, if I keel over and die, do I get my own Memorial Day? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> it'll oh be a day god. of celebration <laughs> oh my god we will dance in the streets <laughs> goodness gracious number seven i worked at a nice clothing store where a customer spilled her coffee all over a table of clothing she left the cup there and kept shopping around when the manager came over what? with napkins mm-hmm when a manager came over with napkins, the woman didn't apologize or anything. She then shoved her coffee cup into the manager's face and said, you can clean the rest of that up. And bitch, you can get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> you will not Your be invited there again. Here. Get out. <laughs> oh my God. You're the reason none of us can bring our coffees anywhere. <laughs> Some of us are adults. Yeah. <laughs> and we can handle a, an open beverage. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Title of the episode. Some of us are adults. Yes. <laughs> Some of us are adults. Not all of us. <laughs> Some of us. <laughs> Number eight. I'm a cashier, and one day some 50-year-old woman came in reeking of weed and stammered on me and to it. Stammered on to me and a co-worker for about 10 minutes while we were trying to get her, 
her to take her purchases and leave. In the process, she held up a line which got longer and longer. We finally got her to leave, but not before she gave us a hotel key from another state and told us to throw it away for her. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know how many times I get, hey, will you throw this away for me? Uh, yeah. (laughs) Of course, then it's like, no, but you can put it in the garbage can yourself right here. Yeah. (laughs) You walked right by it. It's right there. (laughs) A lot of times I just point at them. Like, I just point at the trash can. (laughs) I'm like, why would I touch (laughs) your nasty stuff? No. Oh, my God. The other day, not too long ago, I was in the line at McDonald's because I was starving. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Because, again, I never have have enough food at work. So, like, I have food. Like, I have a whole pantry of food at work, but it's never enough because I'm eating for two. So, I, uh, I ran through to get an Egg McMuffin real quick. And, oh, my God, I was on my 10-minute break, and this fucking woman just pulled up, like, two feet after she got her food. Oh, my so God. So, not enough to clear the window, just enough to still be in the way, and then, mm-hmm. like, proceeded to hand everyone else's food out to, <gasps> to the, like, kids that are in her car. That bitch. And check her bag and all that stuff. I fi- I honked at her. Mm-hmm. You parked like, for you that. Can you get the fuck out? Go to a parking spot. Yeah. What are you doing? This is the drive-thru, meaning this is the fast pass. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Th- I honked, and then she was like, oh, shit, there's actually people behind me. I was like, God, you're such an idiot. And the girl at the window was like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I am so sorry, but some people. <laughs> I was like, I know, right? Can I have my food now, please? <laughs> Can you please I'm just be hand me my food? And I work for Nazis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, number nine, my daughter worked at Sephora and once when the checkout line was really long, a woman cut in front of everyone saying, I need to go first because I just know I'm spending more money today than the lot of you. What? That doesn't mean you get to go first. No, it does not. In fact, that means everyone else gets gets to go in front of you because you're going to take longer. Yeah. Because you have more stuff. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I bet she goes through the self-scan at, at, with a full fucking co- cart full of groceries, too, when there's only two registers working. Oh, yeah. Jerk. <laughs> Number 10. I worked at a dollar the store. the 15 items or less, the 15 items or less line or whatever. Oh, yeah. Just flipping everyone off in the process. <laughs> Me, while my pizza and, and ice cream cake just melts. <laughs> because it's also seething and being heated by the fire of my rage. Yes. <laughs> I worked. Oh, at- I could have killed that guy. Oh, I know. I still think about that sometimes. <laughs> oh my god, I could absolutely have murdered him. <laughs> Continue. Number ten. I worked at a dollar store where I saw a lady put a glass bottle of perfume down her pants. When I told her what? to, t- when I. <laughs> when I told her to take the perfume bottle out of her pants and pay for it, she pulled it out and threw it at me. Oh my god! Ew. <laughs> Why is this virus spreading? I don't understand. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Number 11. Oh, when I worked as a cash... People are dirty and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I worked as a cashier at Walmart, I had a customer insist that she deserved to check out before the people in front of her because she was on her lunch break and running late. 
I kind of get that. <laughs> I'm kind of on her side. <laughs> Some of us only have very short lunch breaks. That's fair. And I don't have time for your nonsense. Number 12. And sometimes people with full carts full of groceries get in front of the people (laughs) in the speedy line. Yep. And then they talk to all their friends while they're checking their stuff out. So it takes them three hours. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That woman. I had like one thing literally. And she was just like, boop, 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 boop. I would have murdered her. Oh, I was so mad. And I was looking at... The associates don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Oh. They were just like, I mean, it is what it is. Sorry. And they're just, like, mad because they think that the self-scans are a job killer. And I was like, well, you know, <laughs> it's also more efficient. Yeah. You still have a job. You're supervising the, the lines like, <laughs> to the job that they're paying you for. Yeah. But anyway. <clears throat> uh, did I tell you about the one lady who got an attitude with me and a line at Walmart? For no good reason. And. Okay. So I was at Walmart. (laughs) And this old fucking bitch. Was in one of those scooter carts. When she Uh obviously didn't need one. She didn't. She was one of those bitches that did not need one. And I. um, I only had like two items. She had her whole Mm -hmm. little buggy full. So, like, she had all of her stuff on the thing, and there was enough space for me to put my stuff up on there. And, like, I even, I did a, I did a line divider. Yeah. Yeah, the thing on there, yeah. Mm -hmm. But whatever I had, like, it fell over. So, I reached Mm -hmm. up to, like, grab it and stand it up again, because for some reason it started, like, the fucking belt went the ballistic was yeah yeah the belt lit went ballistic and like was throwing it onto her stuff so i was trying to get my stuff off of hers and mm-hmm. she turns around to me and says can i finish checking out please oh my god that bitch was lucky i didn't take the shit i had and beat her with it because i oh my god Kay. I don't like old people. I've said that to people before, but you know what? <laughs> it's because I stand at the shelf self scan and I'm then and the the polite thing to do is to stay back and mm-hmm. wait for the next available one. Yeah. Not to stand right up next to someone six inches behind them while they're checking their stuff out. Yeah. No. And like I, I was standing That's at- a thing out here, apparently. Yeah. And I look at people, I'm just like, Okay, sorry I'm not going fast enough, but there's plenty of other open like potentially open ones here in a second. Can you back off? Yeah. And, like, it, it would have been different if I was actively, like, trying to halt her. But, like, I was just mm-hmm. trying to not get our stuff mixed up. <laughs> and it's not my fault that the fucking belt was insane. Like, I just, I Ugh, grabbed it and tried people. to put it back on my side. And she had the nerve. Uh, <laughs> the nerve. Uh, she was She was very lucky I'm a nice person. <laughs> your self-control is to be commended Kay. <laughs> yes oh lord i could right, have beat her week. ass with my fucking bottle but i did no, not you couldn't have <laughs> you could have but only i could have yeah <laughs> would have been my one free pass because she was mm-hmm. a bitch um 
Number 12, I work at a rental car company, and once a man tried to return a car to us from a totally different rental company, when I told him... (laughs) Does this look like Redbox to you? (laughs) No. (laughs) Does this look like a fucking Redbox? Oh my god, that's so funny. When I told him he was on the wrong lot and that his rental return spot was a couple entrances down... Literally, just a couple entrances... He yelled. Oh, it was like in the same strip. Oh yeah. my god. He yelled, how the fuck am I supposed to know this? This is fucking stupid. Your whole area is a fucking mess. What the fuck am I supposed to do now? You drive over there. <laughs> you just... You find the store that matches the name on your paperwork and you go there. <laughs> oh my god. You're supposed to f- freak out. And yeah, with this poor person who <laughs> just works there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Good Lord. Number 13. There was an armed robbery at a store my sister and I worked at. Once the robbers left, we Ugh. locked the doors and waited for the cops. Suddenly, a woman knocked on the door, so I told her, sorry, just robbed at gunpoint. We're closed for the day. She rolled her eyes and said, really? Are you serious? And stomped off, Huffy. Oh, sorry that our lives being endangered. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this person... Inconvenienced your evening. <laughs> oh, my God. That would totally happen in Bowling Green. Oh, it would. <laughs> and the person said, oh sorry, God. we shut down because, A, we have to deal with the cops, and, B, a gun was in my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. We don't have any money to make change for you, lady. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. That's so scary. Oh, yeah. Number 14. I'm a server at the Cheesecake Factory, and the other day a lady complained that her bread was cold and hard. I apologized and said I would see what I could do. When she then threw the bread, hitting me in the chest, and barked, feel for yourself. That's just not necessary. She already said she would fix it. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, this is worth if a, if your child behaved that way you would be appalled oh like, yeah what, oh, goodness <laughs> number 15 i was a car salesperson trying to get through the lines of life can we just be nice to each other yeah seriously and follow the rules <laughs> this is when i have a breakdown this is my quarantine breakdown <laughs> Number 15. I was a car salesperson, and after busting my balls and negotiating an amazing deal for some guy, he had a fit in the finance office because he wanted us to throw in extended warranties and maintenance. He kept me there two hours past closing on a Saturday after I'd already worked a 10-hour no. day. Then, as he was leaving, he told me, when I, pick my gu- when I pick up my car on Monday, I'd like to be in and out fast. My time is very important. I have no words. <laughs> it sounds just like an old white man. Oh. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Is he, well, I hope you enjoy piss on your steering wheel, sir. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that's great, sir. I certainly won't be the one checking you out. <laughs> you won't have to worry. Oh. My gosh. My time's valuable, but no one else's is. I cannot stand that (laughs) attitude. I encounter that at work all the time. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. 
Oh, it's constant. It's another reason why I'm so glad to not be there. <laughs> it's so nice to work from home. I'm so much. I get some telling you it's so much better. Oh, I'm sure. The things that we would have had meetings over, they're just sending in emails. Maybe this will be like an eye opener. Nice. Oh, man, it's so nice. Number 16. I was working the register at a discount discount retail change when this older lady came in and tossed at me a crinkled receipt. A dis- what? A discount retail change? Chain. <laughs> I said chain. Love you. You know you didn't. You said change. I said chain. <laughs> no, you didn't. But it's okay. Continue. I know that I believe you thought you said chain, but you did not. Continue. <laughs> stops the whole recording just to go back and listen (laughs) don't do that (laughs) i was working the register at a discount retail chain when this older lady came in and tossed at me a crinkled receipt and used in shredded underwear she then went on about how she bought them months ago what what Mm -hmm. used in shredded underwear Uh uh-huh uh uh she then went on. No. She then went on about how she bought them months ago, well beyond our thirty-day refund policy. Ye- Ew! Why is she? Th- why is she there? Is that because the end of the story? She, yeah, because she's an entitled bitch. They're shredded and used. You can't return underwear. No. <laughs> At all. Mm-hmm. Oh, gross! That's so nasty. And then the last I one. I wish I had more underwear. It fit me. <laughs> I feel that. I'm so sad. <laughs> and then the last one. I was waiting tables at a country club party that had just ended. The kitchen had closed hours ago and the bar just closed. That's when a member's drunk 20-something daughter told me to go cook her some fucking food or she'd have me fucking fired. When I told oh her... Oh my god! <laughs> when I told her no, she screamed and threw a tantrum. Okay. (laughs) And. (laughs) Oh my god. And what did that get you? Still didn't get you food, huh? Nope. Sorry, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry your life is ruined because you don't have food right now. Oh my god, you might starve to death. Have your butler make you a sandwich when you get home. Jeez. (laughs) I wish I had a butler. It's so nice. Same. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah that's- excuse me charles could you bring me a cup of tea <laughs> <laughs> yes madam Same. oh lord all right what's next that's that's it that that was oh that was it oh okay mm-hmm. yeah those were great oh thanks i love a little bit of rage a few laughs yeah that was good stuff oh no I forgot to get cards. Hang on. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's time for a game. So this is our game. Cause sorry, I forgot to go. I forgot to get our cards this time around. But mm-hmm. um, so this is our game called Drunk Sunder Stupid. Um, can you still hear me, Kay? Yeah, I can still hear you. Sorry, I was having oh, okay. trouble. You just were really quiet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So um, basically, it's would you rather? So it's called if you had to. So you go first. This is on brand for last week's episode. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> masturbate 15 times a day or... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much. <laughs> or... 
Are you ready? Yeah. Because mine is super, super long and it's hilarious. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. You collect dolls. One day they all come to life, but there's a catch. They are being controlled by Russian satellites. There are now live dolls that you... <laughs> live dolls that you are holding you that are holding you captive in your own home your family thinks you're dead you're fired from your job they torture you trying to extract information on the united states's nuclear program frustrated the russian spy dolls take your take your life and you die on the floor (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) that sounds super exciting i'm gonna take that one you know (laughs) you know I'm going to go with mine. There's worse ways to go. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And then Kay dies attached to her vibrator. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't even need a vibrator. Shit. At that point. (laughs) Goodness. No. Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. This was a fun episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. gave you a little bit. I know we talked a lot about the virus at the beginning, but um, I hope you guys are all doing well. Um, hope this came as a welcome distraction. We got some good laughs in there, some good rage. Yeah. This was really fun. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely take advantage of this time. Head over to Lexington Buggy. Pick out a few books to read. Take advantage of the work at home time or the layoff time and definitely make sure you're staying safe out there, you guys. Yeah. And good luck if you have to apply for unemployment because that shit was a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. It's very stressful. Yeah. And it it asked me the the weirdest questions. Like it asked me about a car I've never had before and asked me what color was my old car and asked me oh, if I lived at any of these addresses. I literally oh, like yeah. kept having to go to my mom and be like, that. what is this? <laughs> it's to make sure you're not, it's to make sure you're really you. I've yeah. had to do that before too, for something else that I had to apply for, but yeah, yeah. it's crazy. So mm-hmm. it's crazy out there, you guys. So please yeah. make sure you're being safe and smart and being considerate of other people. And remember, you are not a monster. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Cricket. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things cricket, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Cricket. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.